Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 147, episode four of Der Daily Zeitgeist. Yeah! Is it four or five? It's five, right? We're five. Uh, it's yeah, a yeah, production it's of iHeartRadio. This is the podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Koch brothers, fuck, fuck Fox up. News, fuck Rush Limbaugh, yeah. fuck Buck Sexton, fuck Ben yeah. Shapiro, fuck Tucker uh-huh. Carlson, uh-huh. all of them. Uh, it's Thursday, August 20th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. That's me in the corner. That's me in the zeitgeist. Wearing true religion. <laughs> trying to break in these blues. And I don't know if I can do it. Oh, no, my thigh's too buff for these boot cuts. <laughs> Uh, that is courtesy of Lex Lugie, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! It came from somewhere back in Trump's Twitter feed. <laughs> Republican fools don't see, trying hard to justify what had yet to be corroborated. Once by science, she rolls her eyes at his fuck shit take. Never trying to hear what this asshole was saying Cause she realized He didn't have a mask She had a mask on her face He never valued her life As he praises Trump's whack strategy Anybody else would surely know He's giving her cold for what this fool believes. This is going to be going on for another like, 15 minutes. So the wise man has the power <laughs> to explain to Dante for COVID. Can something better than nothing? Please vote in the fall. <laughs> Wow. Uh, that all oh, shout outs to the Canadian water uh, existing me- marine merchant, whatever you do up there, water chestnut. The second. Canadian water existing. Yeah, I mean, all this, this man, whenever he tweets, he always has nice AKAs, and then he'll be like, when I was on a ship, like, I was like, okay, yeah, come with the merchant marine takes too. He's so a mariner. Shout out to you. Yeah, whatever it is. Look, I'm, what I'm a What are Canadian guy. mariners called? Must Marinaise? be something different. Marinades. I don't know. That's uh, a terrible well, joke. Hey, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat uh, by a very funny comedian whose new comedy special, Beth Stelling Girl Daddy, uh, which is truly hilarious, just dropped on HBO Max. It is the hilarious and talented Beth Stelling. Oh, there she is. There she is. If you want to be a mammal, you cannot lay eggs. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know the rest. Uh, I really felt like I needed to bring a song. That false was, was oh. lights out. Yeah. Let me tell you, Michael I, McDonald. I fell in love with Michael McDonald. This is a truth. When I was working in politics, 
I was like, I feel like all these old white guys I work with in lobbying, like their favorite brand, band is the Doobie Brothers. And it <laughs> became yeah. a joke between me and my other coworkers at this firm. And then I was I was basically blasting Doobie Brothers from my office. And like the older <laughs> dudes at the firm would be like, hey, man, Michael McDonald. I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> uh, but singing like him is just so fun because it's so fucking like with falsetto. Uh, it's, so, or yeah. it's just like, the, like a sensitive side they were never allowed to show. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. This guy like singing like a girl. <laughs> yeah, right. Like right. I, I don't even know. Especially that right. song. You belong to me. You yeah. belong to me. Tell him he's a stranger. You belong to me. Oh. I mean, those that you could feel it. And then once I realized, like, regulate is a Michael McDonald sample. Yeah. That's when, like, I fully was like, you know what? I have to respect the discography. I have to respect the voice. Uh, praise to Michael McD. Unless he's like canceled or some shit. You, no, no. And then, yeah, they won't let you. <laughs> but no. at this point, like, I think we have and to assume everyone. Down I don't think anybody from the yacht rock scene could be, uh, could be canceled. Yeah, problematic. Oh, so. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a cocaine powered industry in the 80s. <laughs> genre, no Nothing problem. bad ever happened on a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Beth, how are you doing? How are you uh, holding up in the pandemic? Well, you know, know. I am happy to be here. I think we all could see that I was struggling to get up this morning. Um, (laughs) Not at all. I was like, once your glam team left the frame, I was like, camera ready? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm in my pajamas and puffy. um, I'm I'm holding up fine. I feel like um, I think what's happened is I've become more nocturnal. You think mm. I was? I must have been blaming it on stand-up, but I'm late. Oh, I'm right. late, late night, You're late. night out. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. find yourself with like energy. Like I'm not ready to go into a bed and sleep right now. Right, like, I'm trying to pretend myself. like I can work like other right. people from eight to four or something. I can't. And, and with you having like a special, uh, how has like you know how has this affected your material, your joke writing, your like human existence has that had an effect on your material at all? i'm always curious oh my with that with goodness like with so y'all. this special is you know from the before right so, from the before wire. times oh, yes man. so um there's that and quite <laughs> frankly when the old pandemic hit i was in need of a break obviously mm. i'd like to take away all the tragedy of it but uh it was a relief to me because as comics like you kind of like look at each other and if you see other comics working hard you're like ah, i gotta get out there and bust right bust it harder so well <laughs> that was a weird way to put it bust it harder. <laughs> i mean i think a lot of things are going to come out of my mouth this morning that make zero sense <laughs> um i truly my brains are scrambled by the heat and yeah, uh, sure. and lack of sleep but you guys are actually keeping me through the, the music freaking really lit me up okay oh yeah, yeah. people don't know whenever i enter a zoom call it I always have music playing on my computer and it yeah. integrates into the Zoom call. So I look like... Today's was especially perfectly <laughs> timed. It was like a sitcom neighbor entrance music. It was I was, was so dope. impressed with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, these are the benefits of having me intrude on a Zoom call. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jack, can I co-host today, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Miles. Hey, I got uh, music you playing. Got- Mm, you got the got Zoom link too, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know uh, this guy. I didn't clone <laughs> your cell phone, Jack. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't, basically, long story short, I really haven't written anything new. I needed yeah, a no. break. I, 
you know, I, I spent three years building the hour and working on it. And I, I think it would have taken me less time if I were just full-time comic. But sure. uh, now, of course, I'm so grateful I branched out from just comic and, or was able to, 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 right. to writer and, and other things because, um, you know, right. now I'm, I'm okay when it comes to work Absolutely. writing on things. So, yeah, but I haven't written a ton of new standup. I have like maybe two jokes. And yeah. sometimes I when mean, a comic says they have a new joke, it's truly a line. Right. right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Here's something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's a setup like, for a setup. <laughs> yeah, it's like just a new grouping of three words. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, all right, Beth, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we're gonna tell our listeners a few of the things we're talking about. Uh, Steve Bannon has been arrested. Uh, so we're gonna talk about that for all that yeah. Russia shit. Yeah, all that. Or Russia. that was another thing that I came think out. it was no, from no. never using moisturizer. <laughs> yeah, it was his skin. Uh, he was arrested by. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to talk about that. It, this is, this is a story we kind of covered back at the time, but we just grouped it in with all the like illegal shit that this administration was doing that nobody would ever like face any repercussions for. Uh, but they, I don't know. Did they like spin a wheel and pick this crime as the one yeah, to, I don't know. I guess, uh, I think they were just really sloppy with it. That's right, why. right. You know, it's like at a certain point, if you're not, if you can't do white collar crime like the other rich white guys, they're like, there's a standard here, sir. And if you right. do it sloppy, then we have to pretend there's a legal system in which you will basically not even get close to what the minimum. I'm sorry, I do not associate uh, the word sloppy with Steve Bannon. I can't uh, <laughs> connect those two ideas in my head. Sloppy uh, do. Well, when you hear about this, these if the the fraudulent accounting, you're gonna you'll you'll get in touch with that description. Trust me. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Postmaster General's testimony, uh, what, what he's saying. Apparently, we're fine, right, for this election? Uh, I mean, although, if you go just narrowly on his words, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I trust him fully because he's a Trump <laughs> appointee. We're going to talk about uh, Uber Lyft and uh, their decision to leave California, what that might look like. We're going to talk about what we are going to watch this weekend, the Netflix Top 10 uh, there's a list of 25 movies leaving Netflix uh, on September 1st, so uh, I might get one of those in under the wire. We'll see. Uh, all of that, plenty more. But first, Beth, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history uh, that is revealing about who you are? Oh, my gosh. I think I gave you, like, everything from my search history. What, yeah, you thank want... you for that exhaustive XML file. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like the last three years. <laughs> Okay. Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to know the actual last thing I googled? Sure. Or whatever. What's it? Yeah. Whatever. Let us know. What's 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 going on? What's going on in that search history? It said, "Can I watch Girl Daddy on HBO Max Hulu Premium add-on?" I was trying to watch my own <laughs> special and I didn't know how. Uh <laughs> Oh no! To like verify, like I'd imagine you have a cut of your own special. I do. That you I do. Watch, so, I but you want to be like the experience that. of like navigating to your special, which I'm sure is very exciting, right? Yes, I wanted to be like, oh, let's see where it is. And okay, so that's a little boring. Um, I also have Lichtenstein, Lichtenstein art map okay. map of the U.S. These oh, are the wow. last like five things. Wait, so uh, Roy, what is Roy Lichtenstein? Yes. What do you like is it about Lichtenstein? I would Lichtenstein. say Lichtenstein. Okay, Lichtenstein. Lich I mean, look, it all depends on where you are in the in the world, because I'm sure uh, the Germanic languages would be like it's Lichtenstein. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. but uh, I guess Roy Lichtenstein. Right. I kind of Roy, Roy Lichtenstein. 
Just looking for a piece for the house? <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> you're an, like you're an 80s no. like stockbroker. Yeah, a lot of people are struggling <laughs> during the pandemic. I'm looking to purchase some yeah. very expensive yeah. art. Uh, art is right. a great place to put your money mm-hmm. if you want to diversify your portfolio. As long as oh, they yeah. take credit card and it's <laughs> under $8,000. Uh, Why are you looking for a map of the U.S.? You you looking to escape? No, I think I just wanted to, like, I was, like, trying to, like, in my head, think of all the cities I hit uh, on this tour. I was just sort That's of, so like, nice. I didn't, I'm going to try to do some, this is, like, sorry, this is so boring. I'm going to try to do some <laughs> Instagram lives with, like, p- comics I worked with leading up to the special. Oh, cool. And I just, like, yeah. you know, oh, want to okay, talk gotcha. to them, sort of showcase the features. And, How'd um, you choose uh, Minneapolis as your? I hadn't uh, been there in three years. Oh really? Yeah, and, and you were just like, and uh, and I, you know, I was overdue for a visit, and you know, when you're shooting, especially, you need to get a lot of people out. So I was just trying right. to like think of a city that I love. That's a great comedy. They, like it is a great city to go touring. Um, yeah, we had a live show there when we we had our just literally before weeks before. In February, we were there, and I was my first time. I loved Didn't it. You love the, it? the people were fantastic. the the ra- The bunny rabbits that fla- like were like running through the streets. <laughs> I was like, "This is so whimsical." Like we have rats. And oh yeah, that's right. And, shit. and they're like, yeah, we, "We got have- bunies." I'm like, <laughs> "What? Yeah. The fuck? All right, I saw like three bunnies while we were just like in the back waiting yeah. for the show to start. I was like, when we were in a trailer in the in the snow, being like, "Can we go on stage yet?" It was freezing, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. <laughs> It was very, very cold. It it was uh, like one of the best crowds we had on the tour. And also there was a guy down front who was like trying to keep his eyes open, but was doing a lot of that. You can't, it's almost like you can't take it personally. Oh, I did. I stopped the show and the the light crew spotlight this man. No, I mean, to the point where I just said, sir, I know your phone. I mean, we had to call it out because it was like violent. Was he like headbanging? Oh my God. He was headbanging. He was like. Did you get the details? Oh, shit. Was it long day at work or booze? He was. Hammered. I was just like, yeah, he was hammered and on a date, and I think he was like, I don't want to be at this like lib podcast oh, thing my or something. God. So, right. You know, but hey, yeah. thanks for buying the ticket. Whenever I'm in right, Vegas, right. I, I always say like, be honest. Who's here just to like sleep off a crippling loss in a cool dark space? <laughs> 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 they never laugh. I do it every time. Right. It's too close to home. Right. <laughs> yeah, like three people just leave in tears. <laughs> <Yes>. Right. <laughs> you didn't have to make it real. <laughs> Beth, what is something you think is overrated? Okay, overrated um, doing the worm. What? <laughs> <laughs> that dance. <laughs> it's never worth it. And, and, and it's not even comfortable uh, to watch. such a good call. You know? Yeah, it's uncomfortable to watch. It's disgusting to actually do. Yeah. Oh, God, uh, yeah. And this, depending on where, like, if it's if it's PE class and you're already wearing your gym clothes and it's on the field, fine. Maybe, but like sure. seeing someone do it at a wedding, like in a suit, in you're plastic like, Sir. shoes. Yes, and the music sometimes isn't loud enough, so all you hear is the violent like <laughs> slamming of their corpse on the ground, and then they're like, I'm like, yo, you are the technique is bad because it sounds like a car crash. You're like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like their feet hit, and I'm like, your shins. Or when they overestimate and their legs start to, like, they go down for it, but their legs start to arch over their head. And scorpion, you're like, no. yeah. They do the scorpion, yeah, and you're like, your back injured, your back, sir. It's like your job. <laughs> you guys know as performers, like, it's your job basically to, like, yes, maybe make people, like, take them to the edge of uncomfortability and then release. But, like, yeah. It's, yeah. That's, it's not fun to watch when someone might get hurt. You're just like, that's no. why it's, like, not, it's not cool. 
That's why you yeah. want someone. I think the only time it's not stressful is when someone has like truly mastered the weight distribution. 100%. So it's like it's a wave, and you're like, okay. Or and you're in the hands of, of the a time, trusted professional, like a dancer that you know is like got it. Right. He's like, right. we're gonna worm. <laughs> we're here to worm. Unless you're in a worm <laughs> workshop. <laughs> but uh, like a lot of times for a dance, it has very little uh, relationship to the rhythm of the music. A lot of times, oh, no. it's just like, look at this thing I can do with my body. I'm flopping, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm flopping, um, y'all. <laughs> that that is the only acceptable thing to say <laughs> while you're doing the worm. Yeah, uh, and then and that's how it'll be treated. You're like, and you don't. That looks painful, man. Uh, but okay, right. go yeah, off yeah. worm. <laughs> go worm, off worm. worm. Yeah. It's like people who do a backflip on the dance floor. It's like that's that's a Man. thing. Like I'm I mean, impressed, that's... but that's also has no relation to the music. Do you do you do y'all like love jealous. those videos where the people like completely have the acrobatic failures at weddings? I don't like, know. Is if that I've a seen genre of those? Oh, there's one where, where they where... land the backflip on their face. Yeah, or one dude comes through and does a backflip and he like basically like guile sonic fan kicks this woman in her head because like as his weight is coming back around from the flip, it's like a pendulum and he like kicks this like bridesmaid in the head. There's other ones where like guys try to do backflips completely like turn their bodies into like like a inverted C that you never wanted to see. And I'm like, yeah. yep, see, that's what I do in the most. That's oh what happens. You pay gosh. the price. That's why I do actual uh, gymnastics that has a relation to the rhythm. I do rhythmic gymnastics on the dance right. floor with a uh, ribbon, baton ribbon. And, <laughs> or ball. Uh, a the ball. ball. Yeah, Your the ball, ball exercise is. <laughs> My ball exercise is pretty <laughs> activating. Uh, Your floor yeah. routine overall, very strong, I would say. People don't realize. <laughs> Um, what is something you think is underrated? Um, something I think is underrated. Sorry, peeing in the shower. <laughs> you know, you looked at us and noted and knew that we were. Do two we look like proponents I think that of you peers pee in the shower? But I guess I'm saying whatever. You know, I don't even know why. I sorry, said sorry. I, I think we're in the large. majority. The shower, so, the pee shower. Yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Look, I we are. Every you know, speaking of. The next topic, uh, I think it's a myth that women can't aim for the drain. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Or point their feet. I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've seen it. I'm, you know, I actually great. had a moment where I basically had my four year old, he was taking a shower and he was like, I got to get out to go to the bathroom. And I was like, do you? You're do in I, the bathroom. Do buddy. I just tell him? Like, yeah, like, do I just tell him now? Like your your know. wife busts down the door like the Kool Aid man. She's like, "Do right. not yeah. tell him to pee in right. the shower." You're wearing the bathroom, so <laughs> the bathrooms all around us. There yeah, are a few yeah. people who really get incensed by the idea of like urinating in the shower, and I understand if like very narrowly, it's like it's urine everywhere. But on the other side of it, it's like it's being immediately flushed down yeah. with water. Right. Right. Uh, and, isn't and also, it? like, I'm not, d- I drink enough water. I'm not doing like the wild highlighter yellow pee <laughs> that's like stinking up the, the whole building. Like, <laughs> right. you know, it's, don't they it's say it's, a st- it's sterile? Is that, a, is that a myth? It's sterile. Yeah. It's Maybe not, t- uh, like, you shouldn't drink it. It's not good for you, but it's sterile in the sense that it doesn't have any, like, living. Uh, bacteria or viruses in it. So, you, so you can get no sick from death. drinking pee? I think it's just not good for you. Yeah, you even shouldn't. if it's your own? 
Miles, this is That's my favorite last time we talked pin. about this 45 minutes ago. Uh, or last time we talked about this, it lasted 45 minutes. So don't you remember that kingpin? <laughs> no, no, I actually don't. Hey, remember. Roy, you get sick from drinking your own pee. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, even if it's your own. And like, Woody Harrelson just looks at him like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, huh. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I steal most of my materials from shitty Fairly Brothers movies that I saw right. in 13 year <laughs> Which one was uh, that? Kingpin is not shitty. Kingpin. Oh, I just watched it recently. I love Kingpin. Uh, <laughs> and so your myth is that women can't aim? No, I just added that in there. My, with, my myth <laughs> oh. is I'm, the myth of Jiffy peanut butter. Okay. There is no Jiffy peanut butter. What? There's Jiff and Skippy, uh, but no Jiffy. Oh, what shit. the fuck? And the way I can prove that—that's that weird. I never critically thought about that because when you said, it, "I'm like, yeah, there's Jiffy," right? And I'm like, and then I'm like, wait, no, it is Jiff. It can be, be simple. Wow, proved. that's uh, like one of those uh, Berenstain Bears or Shazam, the movie Shazam with uh, is it Sinbad? What was Shaq's wizard nah, movie? Or Kazam? Oh, Kazam. Kazam. He's Kazam. I am Kazam. There's like this merging that happens in people's mind where they think that there's a movie called Shazam starring Sinbad. With, uh, what's his face? Um, A recent one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently, recently. Uh, With Chuck from uh, the TV. Zachary Levi, right? Zachary Levi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, that's so weird. I hadn't even thought about that, that Jiffy... I have definitely believed that Jiffy is a peanut butter and based my entire life around it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you I got a favorite peanut tattoo butter? altered. <laughs> oh, let me just Google how much it's going to take to take <laughs> a cover up. <laughs> it's all off center because I took the F and the Y. They're like, why is it left? Oh, nothing, nothing. If they had a little uh, mascot, fa- you Oh, I like, uh, what's that one? Laura Scudders? What? Is that how you say that one? The natural one? I haven't even heard of that. That's the one in the glass one that like separate, because it's just straight up salt and peanuts. Uh, I think it's called Laura Scudders. That separates and that you have to stir together and then sometimes it drips out. you saying Laura Scudders so much. Laura Scudders. Because I was always like, it's one of those things, I think also because- Scudder butter. (laughs) Give me that Scudder butter. She was, uh, yeah, the woman was an entrepreneur. Like she has like yeah. a whole backstory starting in Monterey Park. I think maybe that's why. Like I don't know. I remember that was like the my my dad uh, would always buy the peanut butter like, and it would never be Jif because like that's not peanut butter. And my mom didn't care because she's from Japan, so it didn't matter to her. So I was that's what I had, and I was like, man, I want it to be smooth, not like this rough shit. Right. And then as I got older, I'm like, nah, this has like that good ass peanut flavor. So isn't it funny the things that change as you age? Yeah. The that's one How thing we become that I, our haven't parents. Been able to, <laughs> I haven't been able to change my allegiance to breakfast cereals. Like I can't do the like Kashi or like, you know, the actual the natural, bullshit. the <laughs> bullshit, the sticks and bark. I still need, I still need like the name brand cereals that I grew up with. And I still need the like, you know, chemically derived GIF and Skippy right. peanut butter, Yeah, uh, which I, I definitely would have said Jiffy if, if, uh, you hadn't just busted that myth. But I busted uh, it right out of the jar. What's your favorite brand? Now I have to talk to my financial uh, advisor because to so much of my money is uh, is in Jiffy peanut butter. <laughs> I like, uh, I'm trying to think, here's the thing. Um, Justin's, I would eat, Ju- Justin's peanut butter, it's also the kind, like, I get the little oh, packets yeah. and 
go yeah, yeah. in the airport we when I would travel office. and then put it on like put it on the apple, take a bite. Like that was my plain on the road snack. Oh, so good. Um, yeah. But there's nothing like a Wonder Bread Jif, yeah, yeah, smooth yeah, peanut yeah, butter, yeah. and like a, I guess Smuckers, I would say, strawberry jam. Yeah. Or do a jalapeno jelly. What? No, All not right. for me. Yeah, but here I with like, your California bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, get that jalapeno jelly. I remember red pepper jelly. Put that on a jelly. turkey sandwich. Woo! Yeah, red pepper jelly is fine. Jalapeno jelly. Uh, Super producer Anna Hosnier loves it too. She blessed me with a jar recently that I, I I've already used up because I love like pepper jellies. Great for you know eating anything really. So the one thing uh, domestic thing my dad was like <coughs> really good at was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Like he because really he would do it. he <laughs> look it's not it's not a high bar but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he would put the peanut butter on both sides and then the jelly in the middle so it oh, wouldn't like soak the bread. It was so good. But uh, it does risk it does to, risk a bite shifting. and. At the bottom. Yeah. Plus yeah. yeah. But that's kind of something I'm into. <laughs> the blowout. <laughs> the I love how we're like, one yeah, thing I'm... my dad was good at was looking at me every now and then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like every fifth time I was like, dad, <laughs> look, I'm on the diving board. Uh, so you, right. had a, you had the WAP tactics for eating that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and run through some news. And we're back. Yep. And we're talking about uh, eco friendly. Packing lippers of ice. <laughs> Packing lippers of ice and uh, CVS brand toothpaste. Yep. Sensitive. Broke knockoff. Boy brand toothpaste. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about Steve Bannon. Uh, I've missed, I've missed just seeing his face plastered all over the news. Yeah, uh, and he apparently is as sloppy with his embezzlement and uh, fraud as he is with getting dressed in the morning. Uh, the way that he puts on like four shirts. Do, mm-hmm. do you think that's intentional, or do you think he just like forgets that he's already got I a shirt on from yesterday? Read- he probably read like some like layering. GQ article from like yeah 2006. I was about layering, and he just <laughs> yeah. took that like concept very literally, and he's like, yeah, right. dude, just <laughs> stack it up. <laughs> yeah, I wear I'm wearing 18 shirts at a time, basically anytime. So <laughs> who's the joke on? Because you look like a regular guy. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing was uh, that whole campaign. If you remember, I think it was back in 2018. When it was the whole like, well, if the Dems are gonna try and use money less recklessly, then maybe we should fund our own build the wall campaign. It was like we build the wall, go fund me, raised over twenty five million dollars for this shit, uh, just for their, you know, wonderful monument to white supremacy. And so the four men involved in sort of like orchestrating this campaign. One, they're all facing one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering. Uh, and each charge carries a maximum prison sentence of 20 years, which we've seen doesn't really matter when people in orbit of Trump face these kinds of consequences. But either way, we've been keeping up with this story as it developed, because first it was like, well, how the f- everyone was like, how the fuck are you going to even do that? Like, you can't just build a fucking border wall because you have the money for it. Like, there's all this like 
these environmental impact reports. There's all these permits that have to be pulled to be done properly. And they're like, yeah, 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 we're good. Like, we can figure it out. We can figure it out. At one point, he was like enlisting like the Oath Keepers and other like right wing militias to like right. help out. To, and they kept like like trespassing into or like passing over into Mexico. Like they, that was, was the just, last time we checked in on them. Right. Was yeah. They just kept in, in, international fucking dilemma where like the Mexican government is like, you're knocking debris into Mexico. Also, like <laughs> this is part of Mexico and you absolutely don't own this land. And we're also talking about like disrupting again, the flow of like wildlife or water and things like that. There's not, you can't just do this because you have the money. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Cut to now. They have just been exposed where apparently what they were doing was after that 25 million was raised, GoFundMe was like, you have to actually designate the recipient for this money. It can't just be like, all right, we raised the money, like, or else you can't use this platform like that. So what they did was create their own nonprofit called We Build the Wall, sent all the money over there. Then at that point, they're like, and this is obviously, this is because we care about the safety of America and keeping Browns the fuck out. So what we're going to do is we're not going to take any kind of salary or anything like that cut to we're finding out the amounts of money, like the the 350 grand went to the head of it through all these different shell game companies of being like, let's give it to this nonprofit, then put it in this bank, and then we'll do a wire transfer to this one. At one point, Bannon was like held like a million dollars in one of his nonprofits and then like gave a huge chunk back to the the founder of the group, but then saved, had a ton of the money for his own benefit. And so that's how he got pulled into this whole thing. So they were just doing... Little bit of old shell gaming, uh, but it really is the most American scam where you're sort of like, hey, the threat of the Browns, look over there, white people, and then be like, yoink, yeah. sorry. Right. Brian Colfage, that's the name yeah. of one of the other guys who got arrested that I remembered from that's the, guy the who last got time the, we checked in on. Yeah, it. The it, it does arrested mean like they got a text on their phone while they were in their mansion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, right. They're like, oh, you're in trouble. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the first text they get is W-Y-D. Who's this from? That's the the city attorney. Are you in a place to receive like a a little bit of bad news? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's going to be fine, but. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah. Why don't you message me after your therapeutic treatment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't want to interrupt that. He's like, I'm actually Um, out to eat without a mask on. Can I call you back? Sure, no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> wasn't this the plot of season four of Arrested Development? Like, wasn't there a whole thing, like a whole uh, scheme with building the border wall, but it was all like a shell game? Oh, I feel like that was... Oh, is that the Netflix version? Yeah. I yeah. freaking oh, I love that show so much, and some, but that rings zero bells to me, and I'm like, did I even watch it? Yeah, that's yeah. like that had to have been the Netflix one because I only committed the Fox the version to like memory. Yeah, oh my yeah, gosh, yeah. that was Fox. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that isn't that that's crazy? blowing my it mind? Because I I had it on DVD. It was given to me like as a Christmas gift because I asked for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember it was like a thing where comedy would be like, dude, do you know about Arrested Development? Like, so what's that? funny. Here's right. the here's the blessed DVD you can pass around. Where was I? I was at Rick Fox's like. Um, what gaming pool party <laughs> <laughs> yesterday? The fox, yeah. 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 It was 96. It's Rick, Vanessa. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> it was his esports company. Uh, I think he's out mm. of it now, but I was with Jared Jeffries doing like an interview. Um, mm-hmm. he used to play for the Nuggets and then he became a recruiter for like esports. Anyway, oh, cool. that, that's just the background and has nothing to do with what I'm about to tell you. 
Um, I go to the bathroom. Still necessary. I go to the bathroom at this company. Women's, maybe. It says maybe. And what? women's, yeah, maybe? like the women's bathroom says uh-huh. maybe, and the boys' bathroom says oh. George Michael. Like it doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't oh, say. Wow, I thought M A Y B. Sorry, like no, maybe no, no. It's a bathroom. <laughs> no, the women's. It doesn't say like women's. It just says maybe, and then the men's oh, just says wow. yeah, George Michael. Love it. Maybe Funke. <laughs> it is so funny to think about Arrested Development as a Fox show. There was like a period. Is that uh, why? Not a Rick, Rick Fox? Fox show, but uh, yeah, uh, there's the connection. 20th century Rick Fox. <laughs> I mean, now who's naive? Obviously, it's all now connected. Now who's naive? Uh, but there was a period where like Fox was the only channel where you could have a protagonist that wasn't like the same guy. Like it wasn't wasn't just like some like very kind like good person, um, like the anti heroes and stuff. Oh, and, oh, like with the shows that they had, with, you right? The just shows everybody that, else yeah. it had to be like this guy's a doctor and yeah. uh, he has like some daddy issues, but ultimately deep down a very good guy. I yeah, see. Like Jack Bauer's violent as fuck, and he's trying to kick heroin. It's <laughs> <That's> like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fox was like the. <laughs> That's as edgy as we got in the '90s, guys. Uh, and he acts extrajudicially. Coming right. to Fox, you're gonna love it. Doesn't he bite someone's aorta at one point <laughs> in tw- one of the seasons I, of Twenty Four? I remember when that show was popping up. I just could not get into it because I don't know why. Twenty Four didn't bite me the same way. Yeah, everyone else was like, Same. dude, Twenty Four. I was like, I don't know, man. I was How like about, over here on I'm, Grey's Anatomy shit. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna just smoke Twenty Four joints and like watch like music videos on a loop. <laughs> It's like that was like so much of my media diet back then. <laughs> 24 was the same writers as Homeland and they wrote it as they went along. And so it just got so absurd. I think it's you like love to same. see that though when they're like, it's getting away from us. <laughs> <laughs> but like they can't do anything about it. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think it's the same thing as like soap operas where they're just like, we got no roadmap here. We're just like, yeah. What would be the wildest shit to happen this episode? We know. Oh, that's that dude's be- back from the dead? <laughs> that happened in that happened in season one of Homeland. I was like, wait, what the fuck? That's crazy. When I like looked it up and it was the same writers as 24. I was like, aha. It's all making right. sense. We know right. we know that we said they're brother and sister, but now they're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, let's talk about the postal service. Um yeah. what, what's the latest here? Yeah. Well, there was that statement that Louis DeJoy put out. It's like, you know, the, we're, we're not going to do anything to, you know, uh, inhibit the ability for the Postal Service to deliver mail and we will not implement any of these proposed changes until after the election. Um, but if if he's talking, like the way if you read it, you could be like, well, that gives you the plausible deniability. Be like, well, I'm not talking about all the shit I already just did that's fucking everything right. up. I'm talking about the other stuff I'm proposing. We can pause that shit. But the damage has definitely be- been done prior to this. Um, and Nancy Pelosi, uh, you know, one of the big quotes out of her yesterday was that like she had spoken to DeJoy face to face and pressed very directly on this issue of like, no, 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 but like you've been getting rid of mailboxes, sorting machines. Like, what about those? Uh, she says he, quote, frankly admitted that he had no intention of replacing the sorting machines, blue mailboxes and other key mail infrastructure that have been removed and that plans for adequate overtime, which is critical, uh, are not in the works. Oh, okay. so, so it's just it's fucking vaporware. It's just, right, he just right. said bullshit. And nothing. this is, 
this is when I think a lot of people are like, whoa, that's good. I'm like, dude, that's th- this is America, baby. You just right. say shit and you don't do anything. Yeah. Because sometimes people get comforted by the words and then not really lining that up with their f- actual lived experience. So the House, they're voting on a bill Saturday, hopefully to bring about $25 billion uh, to the Postal Service. But like this bill was also written before like sorting machines were being fucked with. And it's there, there's a lot that they're trying to do to sort of rectify the internal fuckery that is happening. Uh, but I think the one sort of piece that was interesting, there was a New York Times article sort of measuring the mail capacity and like the volume of mail that's being sent like normally and comparing that versus like an election year and that with the pandemic. And the volume of mail is way down because of the pandemic. So like this article is kind of sort of being like, luckily, we're not dealing with the normal volumes of mail in an election year with like with pandemic, we're, de- we're dealing with lower volumes. And it f- seems like, you know, already they're built to handle a lot like overcapacity. So it was kind of like a soothing article to read. But I was like, I don't want people to read that and be like, oh, it's fine. Even if they're fucking it from the inside, it'll be OK, because it's still very much really shady. And it's a lot of the it looks like a lot of the places where they're dismantling machines are focused on like communities of color, uh, which are going to have huge turnout. I just got a birthday card from my uh, five-year-old nephew. Uh, it was like postmarked July 20th, and it came earlier this week. You know, I don't pay that much attention to the mail or like how quickly it gets to me, but that's the biggest delay I've ever seen in the history of like just a letter being sent. Like a, right. it taking a month to just, you know, usually it's like less than a week, right? Yeah, no, Absolutely. So this is all to say that uh, people need to be acutely aware of this, you know, this trend of of essentially uh, sabotage that's happening. Yeah. The one the election thing that, stuff is bad, but what about my birthday presents? I, <laughs> yeah, 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 and more on that later. Um, <laughs> what about that mug about my birthday. mom ordered me from Stephen Colbert? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. where is my Lamborghini Countach phone uh, that I want to put by my bedside? The, you know, the, the thing that a lot of the postal unions and like workers and like the advocates of the postal service are flagging or saying like the thing that they kind of need to do is sort of like a flattening of the curve essentially, but for ballots. So like if they come in at a steady tick rather than the fucking week before, right. they'll have a much easier time processing everything. But then there are states that are like kind of making it difficult to align up these deadlines for that and are sort of making it so you would deliver it at the last minute and overwhelm the postal service. So at the end of the day, it's almost like it makes me want to just take my ass to the fucking polls if I can, if that's an option and yeah. you know, watch my vote go. In, watch my. You know, I want to watch my vote go into a machine where then I have no idea what happens with that electronic data, and who knows what goes on. But at least I got my sticker. Yeah. Um. So. Because it everybody uh, lately has been posting like what to do to make sure your vote counts, and that is one of the options. Like obviously, show up safely, or it sounds yeah. like you can take your ballot to the county registrar if you look that up and drop it off to physically and be like here take take yeah uh which may be a better option if you have limited time and can't wait in line but uh yeah it's all it this is all just an ongoing process that we're watching with you know and actively the trump campaign is immediately suing states that are trying to make mail-in bad like voting easier it's happening in new jersey and i think ohio just pretty much anywhere uh because they have to do everything possible to siphon votes away or like limit the number of votes that are be able to be counted uh in this election 
Yeah. And I think that's the thing when you think about that, it's not just like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Like, wow. No, this he's trying to fuck the election. Yeah. And like, that's where it's going to, like, we have to really take this seriously and look Straight at this and go, this is like fascism. fucking, I mean, yeah, it's the, the, you know, we have a history of the, you know, legislators fucking with the working people for a long time. But like when it's this overt and like, just say sh- like shameless and cynical. Yeah. We, it feels helpless. Like, people have to be on alert. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's the only thing we can at least tell ourselves like, okay, we need to know that, inform everyone. We know that this is the problem and then begin organizing our various groups to know how we deal with this and, you know, how we can help. So there's mail in like we that we can do ahead of the election. Did you say there's an option where you like take your ballot ahead of time to the county registrar? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think it all depends, you know, state by state, county by right, county. Right. Everyone has different rules. But like, yeah, I think it's really good for everyone to just figure out what the laws are for your state uh, and, you know, be able to make the right decision there. Because I think over time, you know, I'm seeing more and more. Uh, guides that are happening where people like, yeah. this is how we are going to have to counter this like fuck the mail-in strategy. So, um, yeah, vo- you know, everybody, like yeah. every state's different. Vote early in person sounds like an option. The ballot, like use a ballot drop box. I guess a bunch of states yeah. and counties provide ballot drop boxes as a, or at the polling location or an election office. There's like, everybody right. keeps sharing different ways or you can commu- you can organize a community ballot collection, I guess. But... I think Democracy Docket was the handle that was posting right. ways to do that. Yeah. So there's Pennsylvania Zeitgang also. Uh, that's you are likely to be the state that pushes one side. It all of the hinges. Edge. It, <laughs> it like hinges literally on. all hinges on y'all. Ooh. So uh, do your research. Yeah. Come on, Yinzers. Yinzers and the Yinzers uh, unite to fight back Philly against folk. the fascism 3.0. Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing up there? What are you doing up there in Pennsylvania? (laughs) Going to Primanti's later. Uncle Yugi's. What? Who's that? Is that our sandwich place? Uncle Yugi's. Yeah, that's the sandwich place. Oh, man, I miss a sandwich. I haven't had a fucking sandwich that was made by another person in a long time. (laughs) I realized that has been like the one thing I have not experienced. I've been making my own sandwiches, and I miss just like an obscene, just... 14 footer uh that i could eat all day <laughs> I, I i'm just picturing a cartoon just, just like, you, oh, like oh, that scene in, uh, where in coneheads where connie coneheads yeah exactly just like down exactly. to one footer and chris was like oh. <laughs> uh all right and finally let's talk about uber and lyft leaving california yeah. uh there's a bunch of News coming out about that, but Lyft did just announce that they're going to, uh, quote, have to shut down on August 20th in the state of California rather than spend the $500 million, uh, is supposedly. I think Lyft is Uber, they have to spend around $500 million. Lyft is around like $350 or something. Right. But God forbid they engage in capitalist suicide and pay the workers what are due to them yeah. uh, right. because they're simply a cog in your profit gathering net like sea trawling boat that you use to just get as much money and leave these people working long hours with no benefits in a pandemic no sick leave um it's really fucked up and yeah they're doing this thing there's like this pattern that 
Uber and Lyft and these rideshare companies have gotten into. Like, you know, I think Austin is probably a really close example of a, a municipality saying like, hey, we want to do the bare minimum, which was in, in their instance, they said, we want you to fingerprint scan potential drivers for background checks. That's what we'd like as a city so we can ensure the safety of the riders and know who is working for you. And if there are people who are could be risky, dodgy, that's not happening. They lost it. They're like, well, then I guess we're going to have to fucking leave. And they're like, they did. Wow. Uh, yeah, they left. The, yeah, they left because they're like, we're not going to fucking ensure rider safety by doing, what the fuck? No. If, if they tell us they're nice people, then that's all we need. Uh, so Next they up, did a, Tinder. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, exactly. So like in Austin, like this just created an opportunity for a lot of people. They just got creative. Like a lot of the drivers were like creating networks on Facebook and alternative apps to like connect people directly with drivers. Like I'm in this area. I would need to go here at this time. Can somebody hook it up? You get connected. And it was, it was working for a minute. Now, I don't know what the experience of the actual people who lived in Austin was like, but in this article, a lot of the drivers were like, it felt very empowering in this point because I was no longer the middleman. Like, right. I, I could go here. Someone needed a ride. All the money went to me. Uh, right. And I'm, I feel like empowered as, a, as someone who's like basically an entrepreneur in this sense, rather than like knowing like, okay, I'm only getting percentage of what this fare is going to be. Duh, 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 duh. So there, the whole thing now with, uh, with Lyft and Uber uh, in Austin is like Austin relented. There was like a, a piece of legislation that said, okay, we don't need the background checks anymore. So Uber right. and Lyft came back and they blew out these like alternative apps with their like super low costs and like discounts to get people back on the apps. And it was a little bit crushing. Um, but how that sort of arc plays out in California, I don't know how it is because the whole, like the whole plan for these companies is pull the service from a city or state cause a ton of chaos the consumers are going to complain loud enough and then the legislators will relent it's sort right. of like the way they're doing it and but we're in a pandemic and ridership has been down mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's really going to bring the same chaos factor that they think it will aside from just like really harming the people that like drive for uber and lyft yeah or we're just going to see a lot of people on scooters on the 101 <laughs> yeah which you know fine like let's just make it like fuck cars everyone's just yeah. burden around full mad max anymore. we'll just oh, like be God. building our own doom buggies out of garbage um, <laughs> out of old bird scooters <laughs> it's yeah, i just, mean the, i have the seen people <laughs> riding around on like three pulled together because they're like doing that charging hustle you know damn okay oh yeah. right 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 to like yeah round them up and charge them yeah, yeah. the other thing is you know the the rideshare companies are banding together specific uh specifically in california for prop 22 which is a ballot initiative so if you live in california i don't give a fuck what those ads say how many people are like i love uber and driving for them is the best thing these are paid for by the rideshare companies to create like a third category of employment that's like Con like independent contractor, employee, and wage slave. Let's just make <laughs> right. that a real thing now. Um, yeah. Where they're saying there's like a floor for the income and, and benefits and things like that. It's horseshit. These people need to be treated like employees. There's no third fucking category. And just a basic rule of thumb for anywhere, if you live in a state that has ballot propositions, ballot initiatives, just look at who's funding it and what industries back it. And then you can say, you can bet your entire ass that it's a worker slash environment fucking ballot. 
uh, if it's, you know, backed by like the League of Concerned Power Generation Companies, you're like, no, <laughs> dude, it's <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, a lot of times it's not like you have to do a little research ahead of time because they will disguise that shit. But yeah, yeah, this is bullshit. And the fact that they would have to pay 50 or $500 million like that, that's the sort of thing that if they need like they should be applying for grants or whatever to make that possible as opposed to yeah. just like trying to fucking you know ruin people's lives to and, to yeah. make their company more profitable prop 22 they're probably like the no on 22 campaign is probably going to get blown out in terms of the media buys because this is how it always works like an industry they have their ballot proposition. They're either for or against it, and they're going up against activists or like a small group of concerned people trying to change the law. Then they're just going to hit it with this air war where they're going to make it look like you will fuck Uber and Lyft drivers by voting no on Prop 22. Right. Um, and the ways they're going to, I mean, like already when you look at the website, it's so fucking cynical. Like mm. it's just sort of like saying like, Four to one, like app drivers prefer independence. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, what what does that even mean? Like, also talk about the hours these people work and tell me on a like a real continuum how pleased they are with their work experience and if they're making enough money to cover gas and insurance and all these right. other things. Four to one, they prefer not to have health insurance is basically what that stat is trying to tell us. Were you guys at South by the year that uh, Austin didn't have Lyft and Uber? Oof. No. I don't it was I can't remember. Not as bad I as, was like, taking rickshaws. Like, it's fucked. Yeah. And it scooters. Was, uh, yeah. You were actually running them around, right? Yeah, I was charging them and stuff. Yeah. I just yeah. like to go there and, <laughs> with know, my yeah. petty cat. Make a little extra dough. <laughs> <laughs> in between shows. Yeah. 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 Like, Where are you going? Uh, yep. I'm actually about to do a show there. Hop in. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Todd um, Glass did do a rickshaw race one year. I think it was like twenty fifteen. Really? Yeah. How long was the course? Straight away, right down the street behind Esther's Follies. I think there you go. Like, yeah. We were in them, and bikers were racing. It was more of a chariot right. situation. Either way, right. I, I think Todd won. Ah, oh, God damn it. You hate to see you it. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Uh, all right, guys, let's take another quick break, and we'll come back and figure out what we're rewatching. And we're back, and it's time to figure out what we're going to rewatch over the weekend mm-hmm. with you guys. Let's just run through the Netflix top 10, and then there's a list of movies that are leaving Netflix that uh, I think are probably worth considering also. Um, wow. So, I know this. I cannot watch another ch- children film. I'm going to have to, yeah. whatever the most adult shit is, I'm going to watch that <laughs> so, I can, so I can rip it tear it the fuck down all right is it, well is this a uh, are you dragging the umbrella academy <laughs> no i just I'm, i've been do, uh, see this is the problem with umbrella academy i haven't watched it you can't you can't look at your phone and be high and watch that movie because the next thing you know you're like what timeline what dimension <laughs> am i in and like you lose the thread very easily and then i get like angry that i can't follow it but uh I, all I know is, you know, shout out to the goldfish that smokes a cigarette <laughs> through the fish tank. That happened? Yeah, there's like a character that's like, like, it's like a fish, t- <laughs> like a goldfish inside of like a, like on top of like a droid body 
and it's like smoking cigs. I'm sure there's probably some deeper lore that I don't know because I'm not familiar with the source material, but that's what it looks like to me, and I fuck with fishes that have cigarette problems. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to skip to what's at number nine because uh, I'm told this is your favorite show or was one of your favorite shows, Shameless, Beth? Are you a, you a Shameless I head? I love Shameless. Yeah. I, got, I came to it late. You know why? It's because Emmy Rossum, honestly, you know how sometimes... Whatever people just rub you the wrong way. You don't know them. You have nothing. Yeah. It has nothing to do with yeah. their per- person. I think it was just I looked at it, all of her characters and her as almost sort of like a goody two shoes. So when I saw her, that she was right, cast exactly. as this, you know, extremely poor Chicago South Side family, I was like, come on, I'm yeah. not watching that. Off. But right. um, she is a great actress, and you get there. It's- and um, anyway, I love the show. I absolutely love the show. To me, it's just. It can be campy at times, but it's it is a great dark family comedy. That's my shit. Yeah, I watched the huh. first, I think, season or two of it, and I I did like it a lot. And it is like it, it's always interesting, like when a show decides to actually acknowledge class in in America. Like it's it's almost like a revelation. It's like oh right, because all every other show like that that's like a showtime like weeds and stuff it's just like all based on the idea that like everyone has money yeah like i feel like um, oh yeah the presumption of being middle yeah. class upper middle yeah, class I mean, even, like, like you're right even seeing some of the homes like obviously that are on sets when it comes to like a multi-cam sitcom it's like this guy better have like a six-figure job <laughs> i don't think he's working yeah. at the hardware <laughs> store quite frankly <laughs> And right. if he is, he is upside down on this fucking mortgage. <laughs> he is selling coke amongst the nails. Yeah. I've got five <laughs> mortgages, man. I don't know how I got these for one building. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, so Netflix's number one show or slash thing right now is Project Power, uh, which is a supernatural action movie. Uh, it, it asks the question, uh, this literally, it literally asks this question in the trailer. If there was a pill... <laughs> That would give you five minutes of pure power. Would you take it? It's like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, motherfucker. What are you talking <laughs> about? Of course I would. They they don't mention that the pill might kill you. It's a little Russian roulette. Um, Got but it. This is Jamie Fox. This is uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt is back um, after a hiatus of doing like YouTube shit. I don't know where he been. But uh, this it's like a supernatural action movie where a pill gives you superpowers for five minutes uh, in New Orleans. Um, okay. And that's number one. Looks somewhat dope. It's from the makers of... This is uh, what's really going to hook you. Uh, it's from the makers of Catfish. Uh, so, yeah. I what think you, it's going to be dope. Uh, wait, I, I don't, the movie? Yeah, the movie. Like Jarecki? Wait, Cat? Yeah. Uh, wait, no, no, no. It's on uh, MTV. It's like... Have you never watched that? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of the movie because I know Jarecki made the film, and then what? So Max, what's his? I don't face? think he made it. Did did Jarecki? He was one of the producers and, of the, ch- of uh, the Catfish. Neve, Neve yeah. Shulman. These guys are like in that crew of uh, filmmakers. Um, yeah, he was a producer of Catfish. I think he's these Randy guys Jarecki. were as well, uh, but. I mean, I like anything where you know uh, Jamie Foxx's hairline looks consistent um, in the film. So it's weird. The trailer also uh, ends with this interaction. A waitress uh, comes up to Jamie Foxx and says, can I get you any server Jack? 
uh, sorry, a server comes up to Jamie Foxx and says, uh, can I get you anything? He says, I'm fine. And she says, yes, you are. And that's <laughs> the end of the thing. It's just like, and Jamie Foxx is fucking hot. So, uh, yeah, I think you're going to want to watch this one. Jamie um, Foxx is Anyways, hot. that's that's yeah. number one. Look at him. It's just is weird that Katie that Holmes is still? the... I think so. Okay, good to know. So Legend of Korra, uh, same universe as Last Airbender, and I'm choosing between The Last Airbender and then one of the ones that are leaving, uh, because apparently Last Airbender uh, was the biggest show of the year, or one of the biggest shows of the year, and uh, I haven't watched it, and I also need to check out uh, manga, so I'm going to give it a shot, uh, I think. Uh, So also Umbrella Academy, number three. Teenage Bounty Hunters, number what? four. So Netflix, very uh, prestige. I have to resist my impulses to watch some mindless kids show again. I'm like, <laughs> wait, Teenage Bounty Hunters? Go on. <laughs> There's a kids movie at five. High score, uh, a limited docuseries on video games. The trailer seems to be uh, introducing you to the concept of video games. It, it starts what are with- they? They're like, they let you start over. We're all playing by the same rules. It's like, who's this for? Me? Yeah. Uh, it's, or it's, it's like, like, so you've been in a coma for 47 right, years. Right. Welcome uh, to 2020 video stra- games. Stra- <laughs> this is my impression based on 15 seconds of the trailer. So totally fair. Uh, the Lost Husband is trending. I don't know what that is. Um, oh, game. that's the one with Josh Demel. Okay. Right, that was. I always pronounce that Duhamel for no reason. Yeah, I used to too until someone said, "I was like, what? The Fergie husband?" Yeah, it's like my friend who just calls rolled gold pretzels Ronald Gold. Like you refuse to just read something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hand me a bag of those uh, Roland doll pretzels. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, actually, the lost husband also kind of seems like it'll be. It's so bad. I think we talked about this last week because the description alone. I and I think I have to read it aloud again. Start looking to start a new. A widow retreats with her children to her aunt's goat farm, where the ranch's manager helps her navigate country yes. life and loss <laughs> so it's not a comedy what's it rated what's it rated pg-13 so no it's gonna just be like some kissing a little kissing hugging not, and kissing like that, that sounds indistinguishable from a setup to a soft porn <laughs> yeah right? like that it's based on a book i guess so i'm sure the really book is freaky hardcore porn with like yeah weird goat Ooh. stuff happening whoa, whoa. Um, did you say gut stuff goat, goat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gut stuff wait what's number 10 drunk parents drunk parents starring alec, alec baldwin, baldwin uh and salma hayek and jim yeah. gaffigan what is this oh my yeah, god i i don't know I'm going to actually, I have to watch. This yeah, sounds so too. fucked parents. up. <laughs> two, de- two desperate parents go to extreme lengths to hide their dire financial straits from their daughter and friends. Some panicked right. This is someone's biograph. Like, this is someone's real life thing. These that are they the turn times into, like, where you're like, I guess I could sell a bunch of TV shows. And I'm just <laughs> right. not it turns doing out. it. But is this a movie? Or Yeah. It's an hour and 36 I'm watching oh, it. Oh, it's a parents. movie. Okay, sorry. I forgot we were on movies. I mean, my, oh, mind, yeah, my yeah. mind went to it's, TV show. It's, it's all, you know, whatever. It's Netflix. I mean, it's got it all. Beth, it is a premise that demands uh, repeated. Like, it, it could stretch across a, a, a season for sure. So I understand the, the error. 
What is and like is being like abusing alcohol like a, a skill in this it, script? So it's, it's funny, but only in the context of parenting. That's what it really. <laughs> oh, that's right. it I mean, because like the still grab is like Selma and Alec Baldwin just taking deep sips like from a tumbler of like whiskey. They're like, yikes! Right. They're like, oh man, we're gonna we might lose our house, huh? <laughs> ah, what are we gonna do? Let's lie to everybody about it. They're like, nobody right, can cancel us for alcoholism. Let's just <laughs> go deep on that. I can only imagine, and, and it's probably they approach such a you know delicate subject with a deft touch. I'm sure, yeah. uh, right. In this comedy, if it's like, I'm sure so much like weird slapstick drunk. All right, anyway, I'm watching this one. Okay, drunk well, so drunk parents is your rewatch. Yeah. Um, it's good because it's like stunt casting because Alec Baldwin is an alcoholic i think or like is sober and also has been like gotten in trouble for yes. treating his child really badly so oh yeah, uh, Ooh, yeah. right yeah yeah like you know it'd be funny i'm is, like oh yeah when i start talking about it, i'm like what? this one was too real that's everyone. the thing I, I know my mind went there too when you first brought it up and then i was like wait was that hasselhoff and it's no it was alec baldwin yeah. like I, it was too like, on the, the note yes it was too yeah. on the nose yeah. when we, you first brought this up i was like there's no way. Drunk parents it yeah, was with Alec him. Baldwin. Rage drunk parents. Next one is like guy who fights with like people on the plane because he wanna play word, words with friends <laughs> while they're taxiing. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. And then some movies that are leaving, uh some classics. You got your bad boys, bad boys two, Candyman, Child's Play, Clueless, <laughs> F- Failure to Launch. Clueless is leaving. I kinda like Clueless. that. I have recently watched Clueless. Uh, Clueless rules uh, still holds up. Um, Did you know that's the bomb was an improvised line? Somebody told me recently. What? Are you serious? Yeah, when he goes, that's the bomb. You know what I mean? When he's talking about his like shaved when Donald Faison Murray's oh, yeah. getting his head Wait, shaved and shit at the party. Invented? That he was invented improvised. That, that line. That's like one of those ones where there's a lot of quotable lines, but it's been enough time like since I've heard anyone use them that it doesn't bother me anymore. Like there was a period after which Wayne's World and Austin Powers were insufferable because everybody was quoting them. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like it's like come around again because like nobody says schwing anymore except me. Yeah. Uh, and like always at the like and you don't even know how to use it right. Right. You're like, dinner's ready, swing. And I'm like, yeah. okay, what? Well, you've, you haven't tasted my dinners. Uh, yeah. Uh, pretty good. Uh, get him to the Greek Groundhog Day. He's just not that into you. Um, Jerry Maguire, classic. Oh, my grandparents are in that movie. They're extras. No. Are they? Yeah, they play, um, uh, what's his face? Who's uh, Who plays Tidwell? Cuba Gooding Jr.'s wife in it? Oh, G- um, uh, Regina. Regina King? King. Regina King, yes. yeah, yes. they play. Her, they play like so in that scene where he gets injured, like yeah. in the right. football game. They're watching. My grandparents are like, I playing her parents, like, oh, girl, don't worry about that. Are you serious? No. Yeah, they're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wanna, I feel like see. I'm kind of remembering this. Yeah, oh, I definitely remember that, dude. My grandparents is one of my favorite movies. They had the fucking market locked for older it. black extras in the '90s. Like they were wow. also in. Um, I think it was what's the one with a uh, deep impact uh, with Homeboy. No, 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 no. But like one of the dudes on the uh, ship was a black guy. Um, come on, man. Uh, I never watched Deep Impact. Isn't Blair it John Underwood. Cusack? Blair Underwood. Blair no, Blair Underwood. Underwood. 
he plays the navigator on it. And like, again, there's like a scene where like the families are like, oh, like what's going to happen? Don't they have to lock out their families like from the ship? Isn't that like part of the deal? Uh, I don't know. I won't. Either way is I know like they're they're in a shot where like they're communicating with Earth. And then again, they're like, we need a somber, older black couple in the background. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I might, I might rewatch Jerry Maguire. <laughs> Jerry Maguire. I always say that if, if a woman great. wrote it, that the most well, if I guess if I wrote it, the most quoted line would be, "You deplete me." <laughs> <laughs> I know he's such a parasite. He's like, I know. Leave your, he's job, like, Quit your job. Come with for me. me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Come on, I'll make a good impression on your kid. Let's have an inappropriate relationship. Yeah, I'll make a good impression on your kid and then bail. And I'll I'll really look at him quizzically when he says stuff, and I'll show you I'm not going to be a good parent. Like, what the fuck do you say, kid? About what? Bees That kid is so fucking cute. He is so cute. And I I did a show with him at the comedy store. John Lipnicki? Yes, and he's so kind, and, you know, he's, he's turned out great. Until wonderful. That's why I think from, that from, man. I don't will know be, him well, but yeah, he will be thirty years old this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we are. Little boy from uh, Jerry Maguire about to be wild. thirty damn years old. He looks great. Uh, now we're getting into my territory. Uh, three movies that are leaving: the Karate Kid trilogy, Hello. Uh, which ends with one of my favorite bad movies of all time: The Karate Kid Part Three, Daniel Larusso's Last Stand. It sucks so bad but is like so amazing uh that's so it's either that or i start in on last airbender and don't make it very far i don't know your call man i'm torn the die has been cast for me yeah uh other other things leaving the lake house life as we know it murder party what the fuck is that V for vendetta school days rug you don't want to watch like superpower jamie fox yeah, maybe I do want to watch that, to be honest with you. I mean, it looks wild. Like, it's like a light-up ecstasy pill they take, and next thing you know, you're like your body's like engulfed in flames and you're running through walls. So. And it is number one, right? Rugrats go wild yeah. is what you're talking about, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Jonathan Lipnicki, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and yo, kickboxer. He's, he's yeah. ripped, right? Yeah, yes. I just, like in shredded. a way, like, you know, like, a child star like that, like, was getting teased and shit, so he's like, I'm gonna have to literally kick ass. Yes. Like, because everyone's gonna be like, hey, bees are... Ask me one more time how much the human head weighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'll dislocate your whole fucking knee, fool. I'll knee bar the fuck out of you. <laughs> All right, I'll watch uh, Project Power. Yes. there All you right. go. Yeah, you did I'm it. Gl- I'm glad that uh, you're happy with that choice. I am Or we not. can swap. Uh, I'll no, watch no, it. I'm you good. Know? I'm good. Uh, I Project love Power, again. baby. All right. Um, I'll probably watch it anyway, like in the coming days anyway, because I see a lot of Jamie Foxx movies, you know. I just love, again, just someone who's losing their hair. I'm like, oh, I was like, damn, man, you always get to innovate where your hairline is from movie, from project to project. And that, that's How? the kind of freedom I would like as an artist. He's going to have How a widow's peak in this one. Is it like the glued on? Or is no, it... this one looks a little bit better. The man we uh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was he keeps it low, so there's a little texture there. But sometimes, you know, he's come through with the super low hairline where it's like only two inches above his eyebrows, and you're like, Jamie, no, no, like no, no, Teresa no, no. Judice on uh, Real Housewives. Yeah. Yes. Judice. Judice. Oh yeah, thank you, Judice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Judice, I think, is in jail or went back to Italy. I don't know. I think anyway, it's her like, turn. That's a, yeah, and those kids, you know. <laughs> the kids are next. 
Well, Beth, it's been such a pleasure having you on the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, watch you do stand-up? Um, I, people can find me apologizing for saying that Teresa and Joe's kids are going to jail next. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think you can just find me everything Beth Stelling, S-T-E-L-L-I-N-G. I think my and website's going to be bethstelling.com. It should have everything. It was sweetbeth.com, but I think it's got getting changed. Nice. Was this a good plug or what? This is, you're nailing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I just people spelled can my see last your name. special on uh, HBO Max. Yes, it's, uh, it's now streaming on HBO people, Max. And people it's have so add-ons, funny. right? Like if you, don't some people get HBO Max like included with their mobile? And who, yes, and I think Hulu users get it for free. It was offered to oh, them. Oh, shit. Um, so figure out, you know, get And if you need Max to just do that free trial on HBOMax.com and hook, you know. Yeah. Yeah, Give yeah. it a watch and then cancel it. Boom. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but I got some good, I got a good little write-up somebody sent me in the New York Times this morning. Whoa. Said I've it was the best place. of the bunch, landing hundreds of knockout punchlines about sexual politics in a tight hour. Oh, oh hell God. yeah. I was just going to, that word for word, exactly what I, I was I knew that's say. what, did you send them that quote? Was that for me, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you. Is there a tweet or some other uh, act oh, of social God. media you've been enjoying? Yeah. Uh, one of the writers that I worked with, uh, he's a TV writer, very funny dude named Patrick Walsh. Um, I just found a tweet of his this week funny where he said, uh, just got an email with the subject, Psst, we heard you like savings. Who the <laughs> fuck ratted me out? <laughs> uh, I love him. He's very funny. That whole like social media influencer slash like social media director voice that like every company has now that's like cute and like psst. Yeah. Did you like say it? It's like, crazy. That's Sometimes like so... it does work. It tricks you. They might as well like, find out your mom's name and be like, Diane told us to let you know that you need, you know what I mean? Like, Sometimes their emails work so well. The subject title is like, is like, wait, should I respond to this? Yeah. It's like, get like, up hey, and hey, check hey, your Beth, oven Beth, right Beth, now. Beth, <laughs> yo, open this real quick. It's like, oh, well, that's a great subject line. What is this? Anyway, if you want to save on your scooter rates in a South African scooter company, I'm like, well, I'm not, how did y'all, I'm not in South Africa. Oh, exactly. Okay. Tell me about Bolt scooters. <laughs> uh, Miles, where can people find you? What's a tweet you've been enjoying? Twitter, Instagram, Miles of Gray, the other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. If you're listening to this today, we'll probably be live on twitch.tv slash 420 Day Fiance. Sophia Alexander and I are just going to get high, talk about this show because another iteration of our beloved trash heap uh, that we'll talk about, Stace and Darce. So yeah, come on by. Just a casual little stream. Uh, some tweets that I like. Uh, first one from Marcella Arguello uh, at Marcella Comedy. She said, look, I realize many of us scroll our phones during red lights, but if you're first for a left arrow, I need you to fucking focus, uh, which is very, very spot on. Yeah. Uh, another one from uh, our one of our writers, or our writer, our sole writer, J.M. McNabb, at J.M. Yeah. McNabb again. He took a screen grab of this like Lego Star Wars set that is the Bespin duel uh, for people who remember uh, Empire Strikes Back. And in it, it says like he's, he zooms in on the th fact that it says 18 plus for the age. And he's like, <laughs> does this Lego Star Wars set come with porn or something? It's like, well, yeah, what the fuck is going on there? Uh, and then one more from a couple days ago. Let me just do a quick screen share with you all because you kind of need to see the image for this for this one to fully hit. Um, you know, as schools are opening back up, 
all with all this distance learning on, there've been a lot of really interesting posts, but it's when the, it's the kids who are just starting to go to school where it, these ones hit really hard. And it just says, when you're five years old and it's your first day of school ever, and they expect you to know how to read, type, and send emails. And it's just <laughs> this confused little girl looking at a laptop like, is this school? Uh, and it really is like, yeah, yeah that's got to be tough. And that's, I'm sure, Jack, for you, you you're dealing with is. kids who are not reading, writing, typing, or sending emails. So fucking hearts out to y'all. <laughs> Although yeah, there this, is, with this one teacher uh, is like, she has a PhD. She's like insanely talented. And like she, I was like, this is impossible. No two-year-old is going to be able to connect. And then like, she just like did it, like got them all locked <sighs> in. It was crazy. Um, it's like but they're then doctors that was like of this one shit. of six teachers, and I I just feel so bad for any teacher trying to run a class with kids who are just yeah, it's impossible. It's literally impossible. Yeah. Yo, Bannon was apparently we were talking speaking of Arrested Development. Steve Bannon was arrested on a boat by uh, postal service employees. So wow. it is literally the opening scene of Arrested Development, and then the scam was <gasps> the scam from the fourth season of Arrested Development. That's so, freaking crazy. Shout out to Arrested Development. Michael, shout look out at to what reality. the gays did to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't you just uh, comb it and reset it? <laughs> what is that line? That's like one of the first lines uh, of that episode. Yes. Arrested, season, the first couple of seasons of Arrested Development are so fucking good. Uh, yeah. Tobias is shower crying is just all-star shit too. Uh, <laughs> George uh, Michael trying to be like, I don't know, maybe we could just kiss. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, it's crazy. <laughs> I, all, to she day, winks and he's like, uh, don't ever do that <laughs> do again. That again. <laughs> it's like the long... <laughs> what was the <laughs> trick Job did to try to disappear or get his dad... Illusions, in? Michael. <laughs> oh yeah, I forget what... When he, when he throws the bird that's dead. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, God. Uh, that show's so great. Uh, I like all the tweets. Uh, we, we, we somehow, I like all the, the, tweet. <laughs> I like all the tweets. Uh, no. So Katie Golden, uh, host of uh, sister podcast creature feature tweeted today. The FBI tweeted about the protocols of Zion and the president basically endorsed QAnon, which is cool. A uh, great day to be Jewish on Twitter. Having a blast. Um, yeah, that, those are two stories that we <laughs> like the world is so, uh, fucked that nothing surprising about any of it, but still pretty, pretty wild that that's not like the first thing we talked about. Uh, another tweet I enjoyed was from Blaine Capach. Uh, he tweeted Millie Vanilli's real name, Milliam Vanilliam. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website dailyzeitgeist.com where we post our episodes and our footnotes Footnote. where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode as well as the song we ride out on miles what are oh, we oh we're going today? in the weekend we gotta get that energy up you liked the track last time from hero i got another hero track for you it's called stay the night uh, and it's just, it's upbeat. It gives Stay you that. Stay the night. Fight the break uh -huh. of dawn. dawn. Is it that dawn one? Tomorrow. Uh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> comes along. It's, it's, the, it's the song you heard me bust onto the Zoom call with. Oh, uh, just shit. blaring out my microphone. But yes, it's a great track. It's got a lot of energy. It's like, you know, it's just something I feel like it, it's easy to to listen to. And that's, May I that's recommend you guys right download now. it and play it anytime you enter a room? 
Yes. Because it really worked for Miles today. Very, very, very cool thing to do. Uh, So, yeah, check that out. Hero with Stay the Night. All right. We're going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Beth, thank you so much for joining us. That's going to do it for this morning's show. We're going to be back later this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. 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 Thank you.